With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Bennett Blake. After a lengthy discussion this morning, the Cass County Board of Supervisors approved promoting three hourly employees in the treasurer's office to deputy status. Mandy Billings on the story. Treasurer Tracy Marshall proposed promoting Stacy Mueller, Celeste Burroughs, and Jordan Liddell to deputy status at 80% of her salary. The supervisors asked if these three individuals are promoted and are able to do Marshall's job when she is gone, then why isn't the office open yet? If we've got the people qualified to be promoted to deputy, why aren't we able to open the office? Steve, I have the authority to appoint deputies in my office. Yes, I, I understand. Right now, here's what I here's what I'm hearing. You've got the authority to do it, and you're going to do it, whether you're able to open the office or not. What I hear is you want to substitute salary to have their loyalty in place of good leadership. Supervisor Steve Beyer asked Marshall if these employees have demonstrated that they are qualified. My staff is qualified, Steve. How do you know? Because they can do work. Then why aren't the doors open? I'm going to come back to what Vernon opened with. When I have a plan, I will open the doors and I will inform you on that. Well, it's it's not on board. this board, is that correct? It's not on this board that you're not open, correct? Hold on. Hold and on. you're not and you're not blaming this board for the closing or any delays, is that correct? Because all we did was follow the law. I just want to clarify because I'm tired of being beat up, Tracy. Supervisor Mark O'Brien asked Marshall if she would consider going to 75% of her salary. When we go to fully functional with driver's licenses and stuff, I don't really have a problem with a raise, but we're going to catch crap for this, I can guarantee it. And so I just don't think it's completely fair. I know you can do it if you want to do it because you have the authority to do it. I just don't think it's a great idea. Well, I don't think it's fair to watch my staff struggle paycheck to paycheck either. Really? Just $23.50 an hour is not a struggle. A motion was put on the table to go ahead and approve the three hourly employees to deputy status at 80% of the treasurer's salary, but that motion failed for a lack of a second. Tracy Marshall then agreed to move to 75%, and a motion was approved by the board. These employees were each recently hired at $18 per hour, which means this would be a $5.50 per hour raise. Stacy Mueller will be the driver's license deputy, Celeste Burroughs, the motor vehicle deputy, and Jordan Liddell, the tax deputy. The supervisors also officially approved the hiring of another employee for the office, whose salary they approved last week. Stacey Mueller wanted to know that they do have a door unlocked at the treasurer's office, and she said the notion that they are not open is not true. The supervisors then approved the authorization for treasurer's office to conduct investment transactions. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. Creston police apprehended a Creston man on a Union County warrant on drug possession charges. 58-year-old James Chandler Sash arrested Monday afternoon on the warrant for failure to appear on a charge of possession of a controlled substance methamphetamine first offense. Officers transported Sash to the Union County Jail and held him on no bond until the judge could see him. Also, Dylan Scott Cunningham of Afton reported that someone entered his Peterbilt semi where he was parked by the Hoop Building at the East Adams Street underpass. 
stated the perpetrator moved numerous items around, appeared to have slept in the bunk of the truck, and he was missing a couple of brand-new Sony 5x9 car speakers that were still in the box. Officials from Bonnison's Five and Dime announced on its Facebook page this morning that they would be closing. The post read, it was with a heavy heart that we will be closing our doors after 70 years in business between product availability, employee shortages, freight costs, and online shopping, we can no longer continue in business. Ant Bees and Ant Bees Floral are still going to continue in business for selling home decor, gifts, silk, and fresh floral needs. They say its most popular products like candy, fat brain toys, cards, and more will be moving over to Ant Bees to be available for years to come. We greatly appreciate all the support and have had we've had over the many years in business and will continue to be available at Ant Bees and Ant Bees Floral. Starting Friday, July 15th, Bonnison's Five and Dime will be 25% off of everything except for candy, cards, silk floral, and fat brain toys. The long-range forecasts are calling for hot and dry conditions to persist, likely into August for Iowa and the rest of the Missouri River Basin. Meteorologist Doug Cluck, the Climate Services Director for the Central Region of the National Weather Service, says the outlook for the next month shows plenty of summertime heat for much of the nation's midsection. While large sections of Iowa have seen a few plentiful rain showers in recent days, Cluck says less precipitation is expected going forward over the next month. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is predicting runoff into the Missouri River system will be far below normal through the end of the year. Justin Williams, now the high school principal at West Central Valley. He started as a paraprofessional in Exira and moved on to run the Achievement Center in Atlantic as a bachelor's degree from Buena Vista University and a master's degree from Kaplan University. Most recently, he served as an assistant principal in Red Oak. By being the AP, I, I got to learn uh, some great skill sets under under Nate Perrin and Ron Lorenz. Uh, great guys uh, down in Red Oak, and, and even uh, Mark Erickson, who's the AD. We had a we had a great um, administrative team, and he also in late May accepted the principal position at West Central Valley. It's a great district that's growing and and has a lot of. Uh, a lot of potential. His focus will be on academic achievement. That's the purpose of school is to get our kids performing at a high level. And so I think there's some areas that I can help continue to, to push and, and make the district grow. Uh, math is an area that I think we can definitely make some strides in. We've got some great literacy rates at our high school, and I look forward to, to just seeing them grow. I believe we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% of proficient. I do think in the academic area, uh, that's an area that, that we're going to be able to see some improvements on and we can lead. Williams says he will support an overall increase in participation in activities as he feels extracurricular activities enhance academic performance. Starting on Thursday of this week, officials at Cass Health remind patients arriving at the facility that emergency traffic will be routed around the building and will direct patients to enter through the rehab services entrance due to construction at the access of the emergency department. AMC Rapid Care will be relocating to the Atlantic Medical Center while the current clinic space is being remodeled to accommodate additional exam rooms. Here's Kath Elst. Cass Health Chief Financial Officer, Abby Stangle. Right. We want to assure everyone that our emergency department is open and will remain open throughout this phase of construction. Our team has spent a lot of time ensuring that access to care remains our top priority, 
And while these changes are inconvenient, we know that they are necessary in the long run. As of Thursday, all AMC Rapid Care patients should park in Lot A and use the main entrance during the phase of construction, which is expected to last through early 2023. Due to this move, AMC Rapid Care will be closed on Thursday morning until noon. Montgomery County Board of Supervisors approved SWIPCO's proposal to update the county's comprehensive plan. Vicki Rossander of Stanton, a member of the Planning and Zoning Commission, thanked the Board of Supervisors for funding a training program the commission attended earlier this summer. She stated the training received was very informative in understanding the roles and guidelines of the Planning and Zoning Commission. Rosander encouraged the supervisors to update the county's antiquated plan so the commission would have the latest and most pertinent information available as they move forward with decisions on the latest zoning and ordinances. One item discussed at length during our training was the comprehensive plan that all counties are required to have and use as they develop their ordinances. According to our training, these plans are to be updated every five years. The only version of Montgomery County's comprehensive plan that Barry has been able to locate and share with us as members of the Planning and Zoning Commission was written in 1967, 50 years ago. Also at the meeting today, the board set July 15th this Friday at 10 a.m. for a special meeting to interview one of the two applicants seeking the appointment as the new county auditor. More news online, westerniowatoday.com.